and welcome to Cartridge Club Portable. I'm your host, Curtis Friesel, and this month my very special guest is none other than Bill from STC Pod, a.k.a. Start to Continue Podcast. How you doing, Bill? I am very well, Curtis. Good to see and talk to you after yeah. all this time. It's been a while. It's been a while. And I, I've been trying to get you on CC Portable forever. I didn't know if you cared about portable gaming at all. Uh, and then I saw you post about the game of the month, and I was like, well, maybe maybe this is the time. It's kismet. Nice. Yeah. Well, when you decided to take on that game, and it's been sitting on my shelf for a while, and uh, I actually updated my 3DS to the new one not too long ago and oh. really haven't worked it out. I haven't put it through its paces, and uh, this game was a great excuse to do it. And uh, ever since I got the game, I wanted to do it, just never had the oof to do it. Good thing we have these Game of the Month podcasts to, to push you into doing it. So That's what we do, and we're glad to have you here. Of course, the game we're talking about is the CC Portable Game of the Month for February, which is The Legend of Zelda, uh, A Link Between Worlds on the Nintendo 3DS. Now, this one... A poll I did where you guys out there in Cartridge Club land voted. It was the February Who Do You Love poll. So I always I pitted it. Uh, it was Princess Zelda versus Samus. And based on that, who you chose, we were going to either play uh, Link Between Worlds or Metroid Samus Returns on the 3DS. The, the kind of like the newest 3DS games. And Zelda won. So that's why we played it. Uh, the game was originally released in North America on November 22nd, 2013. It is the spiritual sequel to A Link to the Past and follows Link as he travels between Hyrule and Low Rule to rescue the ever-kidnapped Princess Zelda. And that's just kind of a, a scratching of the surface. Bill, tell me, what did you think of Legend of Zelda, Link Between Worlds? I, it... it just within playing it in a few minutes you you just sink into a very relaxed state of oh i know what i'm doing this is scratching all the itches i've had for this kind of gameplay it, it just i don't know if it's my nostalgia for the original zeldas it just it settles you down immediately and just it doesn't doesn't uh, give you any kind of anxiety about what to do or how to do this. You just start walking along and playing the game. So easy to get into. And on the new 3DS, visually was astounding. Like yeah. I couldn't believe how well the 3D worked. For shame, people who don't play it in 3D. You play the shame. whole? Did you play the whole game in 3D? Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, the 3D does work really well. In this game, and you could tell they focused on the depth uh, while while playing because there's a lot of puzzles and stuff that require kind of you judging the depth of the game. So it, it helps if you play it in 3D. Uh, yeah, absolutely I not. I know some people that refuse to allow themselves the pleasure of 3D, and that's ridiculous because this is amazing in 3D. Now, like I said, this is my first big workout with the the new. 3ds mm -hmm. uh, originally i had the first gen 3ds which the 3d can be a little bit sketchy if you move your hands or your face at all so that i could see that would have been a big pain trying to get through this game and keep the 3d in focus but on the new machine man what a machine and it was great just you, everything worked great on it. do you 
use 3D on every game you play on the 3DS? If, yeah, yeah, I'll say yeah. So you'll, you'll keep it machine. cranked up. You'll keep it the the thing cranked up. Do you do you ever mess with the the levels? You know how you can kind of do like I just want a yeah. little bit of 3D. Let's put it a little oh, bit. Right. Who does that? Why didn't they just just on or off? Why why even? <laughs> right? Isn't that weird? You yeah. got the little crank on the side. You can like do the contrast. Like I always thought that was funny on the Game Boy. You could do contrast. Like I, you know what? I think I want to. I want my game to be exceptionally blurry today. Let me just turn that that down. Yeah. Um, let's back up for a second. Back to to Zelda. Uh, are you a big Zelda fan? Big big Zelda. You know, franchise fan. Played all the Absolutely. games. Yeah. That's what I would relate myself to. That's what I remember playing as a kid mostly was always I'd go back to my favorite game, which was Legend of Zelda on the NES. That game stuck with me all through these years. I remember when I went through a, you know, a purge 20 years ago where I sold all my games and all my Nintendo stuff and all that. What's the one cartridge I kept? The the gold Legend of Zelda. And uh, so, yeah, I go back far with Zelda. I've played a lot of the portable versions of zelda that came out for the ds and uh, yeah i played quite a bit of them the later ones um i've dabbled in breath of the wild i kind of scratch my head at i can't keep myself involved in it oh I don't know. you you're you're walking on thin ice here you be careful what you say <laughs> about my beloved breath of the wild it's it's a, it frustrates me because i want to be involved in it but Whenever I try to get going in it, oh, I don't have the right clothes. Oh, I haven't cooked enough dinners. And so then, uh, okay, you know what? I'm going to cook some dinners today. And then I spend four hours cooking dinners in this Zelda game instead of going in and exploring. And then I got all this inventory I have to manage. Manage I'd like that. To, I'd like to see you in real life dealing with these problems. <laughs> I don't I don't have the right clothes. Yeah. I haven't cooked the right dinner. What I just I'm giving up on life. It's true that happens. You know, now I got to yeah. go rescue a princess. This is unbelievable. I, I go outside my door. My sword breaks in two seconds. I, I got to find another sword or use a club and do all. This. It's so much management going on in that game, and I'm not a someone who sits down for six hours and plows through a game all hour, hour and a half, or a little something while I'm at work. You know. And I put it down for a couple of weeks, go back to it. What the hell am I doing? I don't know what's going on. I got an inventory full of food. I don't know where I am. So yeah, I'm a bit frustrated with that game. Hopefully one day I'll be able to get into it. Are you, where do you stand on the top down classic style of Zelda versus the, you know, more modern 3D open world, you know, a la Breath of the Wild, Ocarina of Time, that sort of style. Where, where, where do you stand on that debate? I don't mind either. I'll go either way. It's fine. Really? I don't mind oh, okay. either. It was really nice coming back to this game, which was, yeah, it was, it was fun coming back to this game. Top, it was just familiar, and it just, I don't know, it was nostalgia, music, everything was familiar. And for me, it goes back to Legend of Zelda, not so much Link to the Past, because I didn't come up in my childhood with Link to the Past. I came up with Legend of Zelda. Right. Now, I have played Link to the Past not too long ago, and I obviously see the the similarities. But to me, all that music and stuff would just drew me back to the original game. The exploring around the map, you know, you can just stroll around, take out enemies, collect, you know, the monies, all that. It's just very Legend of Zelda for me. Very comfortable. So maybe we can uh, 
you know, talk about the game a little bit uh, more in depth. Story-wise, it's very basic. Um, Zelda gets kidnapped by this, I guess, wizard named Yuga, right? Is that correct? He's a wizard or something. It doesn't really matter. We all know it's going to end up being Ganon at the end. Uh, But what's interesting about this game is they introduce this new mechanic where uh, uh, Link can turn himself flat into a painting onto a wall and you use that to solve puzzles, to travel back and forth between Hyrule and Low Rule. Uh, it's really well done mechanic in uh, in my opinion. Bill, where do you stand on the, the painting mechanic? Yeah, when I first picked up the game and, and I saw that this was a thing, I, I was concerned that I don't know, it's because I'm stupid or whatever, that I might not be able to wield this mechanic well enough because it falls outside of the realm of what I'm used to with Zelda. But uh, it's very easy to use, and you can jump back and forth. It's very well executed. It's not glitchy or anything. And my biggest problem with it was, again, because I'm a dummy, when I first learned it, I nearly forgot about it. So I would get stuck on puzzles or I couldn't progress further in the story. I don't know, like on Twitter, I put out, I'd love to learn how to swim, but I have no idea where to go. And it's because I was so stupid, I forgot about the mechanic of turning yourself into the wall and just moving through the wall to the next location. So the game, uh, like, knocks you on the head that you got to learn how to use this because that's how you're going to progress. And But once it is forefront in your mind that that's one of the first things you got to try, then it just becomes so easy and wonderful to use yeah i agree it uh it was a lot of fun and it's just you get close to a wall you press a you're on the wall you press a to pop off the wall it works it works really well and it's super uh simple um yeah exactly it's a you know i was worried that oh you did this is an up and a left bumper and uh, push to the right to get it to work it's just a get up to the wall and hit a it's Excellent. And it's not it's not overly used. I, I feel like they, they balanced it really well. Like when you have to use it, it's not constantly throwing it in your face. Like you gotta you gotta do this, you gotta do this, you know, where other games like um Ocarina of Time, I feel like man, you gotta play that stupid Ocarina so much. Yes. So much. And you're you're learning all these songs and then I wish it wasn't as prevalent in that game i know the game's called ocarina of time but man i hate playing that ocarina by the end of the game oh yeah but i had no problem with this one um and so so like i said it's it's a lot it's a spiritual sequel to link to the past uh the map is almost the same you know there's slight differences uh you're going around you're you're saving uh the seven sages right which is mm-hmm. pretty pretty much the same as Link to the Past. I actually went back and played Link to the Past after I played this game because I was just I was in that that Zelda mode and I really wanted to be able to compare and and contrast one of the big things that a Link Between Worlds changes over Link to the Past is the ability to purchase um, items or rent them rent or oh, buy yeah. items from Rovio, which kind of completely changes the game because it makes it much more of an open world. You can play the game in whatever order you want versus Link to the Past where you have to go in a specific order pretty much. 
And this was a bit of a controversial decision at the time. Some people dug it, uh, gave him more freedom to do whatever you want. Other people accused the game of allow, kind of holding your hand too much and, and giving and instead of uh, kind of taking away that sense of adventure and exploration by just giving it to you. Where do you stand? Yeah, screw those people. <laughs> screw them. You like, you like I, the open world. I love the accessibility and uh, I don't have to go read a Nintendo Power to figure out which bush to burn down to find this thing. <laughs> I can just go rent it. And it was for pennies. It was for nothing. Yeah. You could rent these tools and uh, go explore yet yeah, and open up new things. It, that's I love that part, man. I love That's what I love about this game. There's no pressure. I could turn it on and off. Whenever I wanted, I know how to do stuff, and I could get the tools I needed. Even if you died, you just you can go back and get them again if you want. They, they cost nothing. So you could uh, – it was so fun getting that stuff immediately compared to the other games where you had to wait so long to get these things. Yeah, and there is a consequence. If you rent the, the item and you end up dying, uh, they take the item back, and you have to go pay for it again. Now, you could easily just load up a save file – and you know, play it over again and not uh, not do that, which I did a couple times. Um, but yeah, I'm I guess I'm somewhere in the middle. I do like the natural progression of like the older Zeldas, where you find this and you get to unlock this part and you get to go this, you know, and and it's you're you're figuring that out as you go. Uh, but at the same time, I do like the freedom of kind of. It doesn't really point you in a direction. You don't know in in what way you're gonna do uh, the the game. Um, I wish the items you found in the dungeons were a little, I don't know, I don't know, but it's better, you know, like when you get, you get the big key and you finally find that big chest and you're like, yes, what did I get? There used to be a sense of just like elation, like sweet, I got the hook shot, finally. When I open up a chest and I get like one half of the master ore that i need to upgrade my master sword i don't know it was like kind of kind of disappointing right i was like oh i guess i'll just hang on to this for a couple hours till i stumble across the next piece of master ore right i love that master ore (laughs) i love it too but i would have liked to like just find the master ore somewhere out there i don't i don't want that to be one of the chest items like man come on I just spent a half an hour going around this dungeon trying to figure out how to get the big key and where the chest was, and this is what you're giving me? Something I can't even use immediately? There's no there's no satisfaction. You know, this is this is coming from me, Mr. Millennial. I need that instant satisfaction. Uh, you know, <laughs> give it to me now. Give it to me now. I can't handle sure, it. Yeah, but on the other hand, I love going into the dungeons loaded up with all the gear, and I know I'm not going to get screwed by not having the particular thing I need. Yeah. Which Which – which killed me in Link to the Past when I did it. I, I got very, very far in it, and I didn't complete it because I got so pissed because uh, I, I forget what dungeon it was, but you needed like either the fire rod or the ice rod or you needed both or whatever, and you're right at the end, and I didn't have that one rod I needed. Oh, I bet it was Dungeon 7, Turtle Rock, to fight the boss, you need the ice rod and the fire rod to break the mask or to, to, yeah. to kill the yes. boss. And yes. the, the fire rod you get in a dungeon, but the ice rod you just have to find in your travels exploring Hyrule. 
Yeah. So I, you know, you need to read to know to go in there or you're going to get pissed at the end. And uh, so I got pissed at the end and I quit there. Never went back. Really? You've never beaten <laughs> Link to the Past? No. Never oh, went back after Bill, that. Bill. It's so good. It's so uh, good. I held that grudge. Not happening. Sorry. Sorry, Zelda. Another thing I liked about A Link Between Worlds was it made traveling around the map much easier. You know, like I said, I'm, I I have Link to the Past fresh in my mind, too, against it, so it's easy to compare and contrast. But in Link to the Past, you know, you had the bird with the ocarina that you could get around, but you could only use that bird in Hy- uh, Hyrule, the light world. Once you went to the dark world, you had to just kind of huff it around. Stop it! Okay. Sorry about that. Very important <laughs> business call. Um, yeah, you had to kind of huff it around, you know, so it took a while. In this, you got the bird. You can fly around everywhere once you find the, the save point, the, the post. Once you unlock that, you can get back to it at any time, which I, I really appreciated. We're talking accessibility again. There's no frustration, yeah. you know? Yeah. And they give that to you right away. You get on the witch's broomstick and she flies you around. And same with going between worlds, right? There are a billion doorways to get to the other world. There if you are, don't want to walk, over. you can just call up the, the broomstick and go to wherever you need in the other world. I wasn't linked to the past. You had to um, go to the one castle to switch between worlds. Uh, you could do that. There was different portals that you could find throughout the game as well that would take you there. Um, oh, you could yeah. always get out of the dark world with the mirror, with the magic mirror. Oh, right. Yeah, but to get into the dark world was a little bit more difficult. Yes. Mm-hmm. And speaking of difficulty, I found a link between worlds to be much, much easier than Link to the Past. Yeah, hundred percent. Which uh, I like a little challenge, a little, little bit more challenge with my Zelda. I was fine with it. <laughs> I was fine because uh, I got to just whip away with everyone i found i i don't know how it was just pure luck that i did the i got the tornado uh, umbrella thing right yep. away and i dumb luck i think i even upgraded it early on and if you have that you can stun any enemy and you get into any kind of trouble you hit that and all the enemies on the screen just get stunned and so that's a saving grace for for any kind of trouble you get into Right. So yeah, that made it easier, but yeah, I'm fine with it. I was happy. And and keep in mind, these are all nitpicks coming from me. I think the game's great. Like absolutely. Uh they like Nintendo knocked it out of the park. Zelda is one of those franchises, a video game franchise for as many games as it has in it. There are very few missteps. You know, Nintendo's so good about their quality control on their their mega franchises and so anything I'm saying, like, really take it with a grain of salt because it doesn't hurt the game that much. Yeah, as I'm playing it, I I could understand. I'm thinking to myself, I know people are going to complain that this is too easy, but I'm having fun. I'm enjoying it. So that's for me. I'm having fun. Yeah. I don't have to get killed every two seconds. I don't have to know that, well, I'm going into this dungeon. I'm going to die five times. So let's get that ready. You know, I could go through a dungeon and just do it. How so many you, times did you die in this game? Not many. Maybe like two, three times. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, just well. out of pure negligence, just wasn't really paying attention or was being stubborn, you know, cause you think like, Oh, I got a bunch of fairies in a bottle and I can take more hits and it'll revive me after I die. But you're, mm-hmm. you weren't paying attention. So you, you die and you didn't have any fairies left. And I was like, ah, crap. Okay. Oh, whatever. You know, sometimes you're just like, I just want to go into a room and like smack everything as hard as I can and get yeah. to it. Like not really try to dodge or, or uh, right. protect myself in any way. Now, mine was just being stupid because I'd forget about the tools I had, like merging into the wall. Like some of those dungeons, you had to merge into the wall to dodge uh, a shot or something. Oh, or yeah. When they charge at you, dodge and jump into the wall. And I'd forget about that mechanic. You go, oh, why am I doing that? <laughs> and once you do it, done deal. One thing I want to know, and I'm a little disappointed that you've never beaten Link to the Past. I think you need to go back and... And play. Do you still have it? Do you have a way to? I can't believe you've never beaten it. Uh, what did I play it on? Do you have a Super Nintendo Classic at all? Yeah, it's on there. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm thinking. Where's my save? <laughs> I don't want to go back and start from the beginning again. I'm holding a grudge from that game. Well, I think it's gonna. Then, then I think we know where this next question is gonna go. Uh, because they're so similar, you know, spiritual brothers or sisters, if you will. Which one is the the superior game? Legend of Zelda Link to the Past? Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds? Mm. Jeez, that's tough. Because there's no doubt how great Link to the Past is. It yeah. is it is great, but this game is just a polished gem that was just pure joy to play the entire time. I didn't I didn't at all feel bogged down with, you know, uh, exploring any dungeons or, you know, getting locked into figuring out know, Zora's pools and crap. You know, I got to go down there and I got to go back to over here and do all. There was just no tediousness in this game. It seemed. Some dungeons you had to go back and forth a little bit, but it seemed they took away all the fat, all the tedium, and just had a, created a fun game. Plus, the visuals were outstanding to me, and the music was so well, you know, presented so well. It sounded awesome. Yeah. And uh, I'm comparing it to a game that was how many years before? So it's not necessarily a fair comparison. For play fun... For having fun, this game is definitely more fun. I had more fun playing it. Less frustration, more accessibility. It was more fun. What would I have my kids play first? I would give them this game to try first. Okay, so you pick that? a link between worlds. I guess so. I I'm guess not not very surprised by that. That's kind of where I thought you were going to go. This is tough. This is tough for me because... For the longest time, A Link to the Past was was my favorite Zelda game. It's the one I grew up with. Is that your first Zelda game you that was, played as that a kid? That was first Zelda game I played as a kid. Yeah, I had that one. Like, man, I just I loved it. I loved coming home from school and just you know. And I didn't have Nintendo powers. This was before the internet. It was just you had to figure it out, you know. And and I would be so frustrated trying to figure out how do I get that last glass bottle. You know, how do I, what, what yeah. do I, and you just, you, you would just walk around forever, forever and ever for hours, really accomplishing nothing, uh, but you know, killing time. 
And then uh, Breath of the Wild came out, and I just, that one stole my heart. That one is the best Zelda game ever, hands down. But I'm going to take, take my heart out of it, take emotion out of it, and really try and be objective here between the two. And I think you're right. I think A Link Between Worlds is the is the more accessible one, and it's less tedious, like you said. I think that really sums it up perfectly, less tedious. Hmm. Nice. I'm right about something. For once. For once. <laughs> you were right about something. Did if you have we any... just break it down to fun, it's it's just fun. It's, it's just immediately, I don't even have to go to a task. I can just walk around just like the, that's with the uh, original Legend of Zelda. I could just pop it in and just walk around the world having fun killing things sure. without a task. And that's what it brought me back to it is those times. That was my one gripe with this game. My one gripe, here it is, the one thing. When I beat it, I kind of wanted just to go back into the world and walk around some more and finish up some things. And the game was over. It was done. So you did beat this one? Yeah. Congratulations. I did. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. Good. So I wanted to go back and just walk around the world some more. All you wanted to up 100% shot. everything and find all the yeah. heart pieces and... Everything, yeah. Yes, but it was dumb. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, before we stop going on about how great this game is, Bill, are you ready for the three questions of Doom? Oof. That it sounds very heavy. Uh, it absolutely is heavy. It's the three questions of Doom. You know, I wouldn't name them three questions of Doom if it wasn't heavy. <laughs> You think you're ready for this? I'm ready. Please. Here we go. Question number one. Is this a good portable game? Well, yeah, because that's how I did it. And uh, I, I tell you about, let's keep it between me and you, 90% um, of this game was played at work. Oh, good. Good. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And that... That new 3DS, that thing really does a beautiful job with 3D and these kind of games. The sound, the visuals, it's great. It's great. For the record, I wouldn't I would use the 3D sparingly in in the game. But I agree, it does do it. But I have an old 3DS. I just got a regular 3DS XL, the, so it doesn't it doesn't have the new fancy eye following technology yes. that yours has. That would have been frustrating. I can see yeah. why you would yeah. you turn really it gotta off hold it still. Time. Yeah. <clears throat> Question number two, and I agree, I agree, it's a good portable game. Question number two, should this game belong in your collection? Yeah, 100%. It belongs in everyone's collection because yeah. it's it's so fun. And like I said, and this goes back to the portability thing, doesn't matter where you are, you can just turn it on and just walk around that world and just have fun walking around. You don't have to go complete a task. Just go walk around and swipe at stuff. That's good times. You're waiting for your oil change to be done. Yeah, go walk around the world for a bit and kill some stuff. It's fun. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. There's very few Zelda games I would say don't belong in your collection. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So this is that's an easy one. And you know, I would I want other people in my family to play it. Yeah, so I'd I'd need that in my collection for them to try it. Absolutely. And the final question. This is the big one. Out of five, five being perfect. How would you rate this game? 
This is a perfect game. I only have to think about it. It's five. Five out of five, huh? Five out of I five for Bill. I would love to be to have, have some argument here and be the negatory person, but I, there was nothing wrong with it. I loved every minute of it. It was so fun. How many times I got to say that to you, Curtis? It was five. It was great. Well, I'm going to give it a five as well. Good. Hey, imagine when you play it, when you upgrade your 3DS to the new, like, so you can have 3D. I don't know if I'll personally upgrade mine, but Layla has a, she has a new 3DS. So I could play it on hers. Yeah. Did you have your 3D on at least uh, when you go, when you call the broomstick and it flies you off? Did you see that in 3D? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like basically slaps you in the face. That broomstick comes right out of there. <laughs> it's so yeah. good. So this is a good game. This is a, a great game. But before we're completely done with Zelda, I like to keep you guys going. If you like this game, I like to give you something to check out uh, to keep you going on that. Uh, we've mentioned Link to the Past a million times. I'm not going to go that direction. I'm actually going to go another uh, portable Zelda game. And this is good because if you like the Cartridge Club, well, coming up in April, they're going to be playing this very game, and that's Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I think they're playing it for the N64, but I'm sure they'll talk about the 3DS version as well. But play the 3DS version. It is the superior version of the game. It's great, and you should play it. I think that's how I played it was on it's, the 3DS. Oh, it's so much better. They improved. The graphics are better. The... Uh, the interface, you know, having the dual screens and being able to do your items works so much better. Very, very good. Very fun game. Yeah. Didn't the song, the music stuff go down to the bottom screen too? So you could pick what song. Uh, maybe it's been a, it's been a cool minute since yeah. I've played it, but yeah, everything about that game is better than the N64 version. In my opinion, I can see that kind of sure. putting you on the spot, Bill, but do you have a do you have a Zelda game or something you'd you'd want to rank doesn't even have to be Zelda. Something uh, you would recommend uh, similar in nature that uh like you said the easy thing for us to say is to to go back and do the link to the past one. Yeah. You should do that for sure. And for me, as I said before, the, the notes of this game really called back to the original Zelda for me, so it, it it's fun to go back and try that after this i don't know i would say if we're going to still talk about zelda try some of the ds games that came out for it like i know uh spirit tracks got a lot of crap from people for some reason but i had fun with that game what's the problem with that i it's it's one of the few games i haven't played but i did play phantom hourglass Mm -hmm. loved it absolutely loved it really fun really fun i i think yeah, I think both of those games kind of get a little bit of flack because you it has stylus controls. But yeah, and I would hate that too. But it was fine. You yeah. get used to it right away. Right away, and, and it works so fun. Yes, and it works really well. Mm-hmm. So that's right one thing about uh, this game. Now that we're talking about stylus stuff, I uh, it constantly wanted you to use like uh, to select your items they offered like a quick selection yeah. mode uh-huh. on the bottom screen it's like just easy just just grab that bar and scroll it down and i'm like i don't want i want to get fingerprints on my bottom screen though <laughs> so 
I'd have to hold my stylus in my hand like it was a cigarette, you know, as I'm playing the game, and then whip that stylus around and touch things on the screen because I didn't want to get my bottom screen dirty. No, so, heaven forfend. You get your so I did not big, use that greasy quick thumbs on there. Method. No way. Did you use the quick selection method? I did not. I just poked at it with my with my digits. I didn't Oof. care. I don't give a I don't give a hoot. I live. <laughs> you you only get to take a a trip on this uh on this planet once. So, I'm uh, I'm living it. L I V I N, baby. Couldn't handle it. I think I even paused it a few times to get stylus out and then hover it over the thing, then unpause it. And then... <laughs> so you never touch the bottom screen. This is fascinating. You 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 you, you don't touch it for That's... anything. That's why they invented the stylus. I, that's kind of like OCD about you, isn't it? That's kind of well, a little bit obsessive. It's in Are you like that in general? I never pegged it's, you as one of those guys. No, I'm not one of those guys for sure. But let me I ask do you like this: keeping that screen clean. Let me ask you this: You go to a, a burger joint, you get a mm-hmm. big greasy burger. Does that bother you? Like when yeah. you're when you're holding it and your fingers get all greasy? Uh, yes. Me yes. Too. That would require cutting it. Yeah. Well, I always cut my burger in half anyway because it's a little bit easier to eat it that way. Well, look at all the personal info coming. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> uh, but but I one of my like weird OCD pet peeve things is is getting anything on my fingers, getting greasy. Uh, yes. You know, Cheetos, Dorito stuff, any of that stuff drives me insane. I don't like getting anything on my hands. So like, I'm constantly yeah, going like, to go wash my hands. So like I have a hard saucy, time. Saucy wings, you know? Oh, I'm I boneless, baby. Boneless so I can stab them with a fork. <laughs> and get, I, I do. Seriously, my friends are always like, why do you get boneless? Like, they're, they're not as good as the regular. And I'm like, I just don't, I don't like touching them, man. I'm going to get it all over my fingers. You can get really good with a fork and knife with wings. Speaking from experience, yeah, but, I mean, look, every once in a while, I'll have you gotta, have, you know, if it's my only option, well, I'll just I'll have those wings, uh, I'll power through it. But you, you can't. There's no way you can get everything off the way you can when you just suck it with your mouth. True, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. No, uh, greatest wing eater I saw was uh, you know the Hot Wings show on YouTube. Oh, when, first we feast the where they when, interview uh, celebrities and stuff. Yeah, Jack yeah. Black was on there, and he just shoves the whole bone in and then pulls it out like yep. Fred Flintstone style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I watched it. That was great. Chewing on cartilage, everything. And I'm like, that's a man right there. That's that a man is. who knows how to eat wings. That is a man. I love that show. It's a great show. Mm. We're getting off track. We can talk about that afterwards. That was really good, though. I like that. Um, anyway, yeah, that's it for Legend of Zelda, Link Between Worlds. Short, sweet, go play it. It's a fun game. And uh, speaking of some fun games, let's talk about what we got coming up in the Cartridge Club. So many games, so many games. Coming up in Cartridge Club Prime, they just polished off Bloodborne this month in February. Next month in March, they're going to be playing Ori in the Blind Forest. <laughs> Do you know anything about that game, Bill? Did I lose you? Are you there? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, you're saying no. Is that is that it's a, breaking up? Oh, okay. Is your silence? Uh, am I to take that that you don't know what, anything about Ori in the Blind Forest, or do you? No. Now you're back. You were, you were broken up there pretty severely. Oh. Okay. 
So in March, okay. the Cartridge Club is playing Ori and the Blind Forest. Do you know anything about that game? I don't. I don't know anything about it. I've been tempted by because I think it's been on sale on the Nintendo uh, store a few times, but I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Is well, it worth it? I know nothing about it. Nothing. So, yeah, me neither. I don't know, but if you want to know, you can find out next month by playing along with Prime. Hashtag play along with Prime. The Quick Save Club just uh, finished up Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. And next month they're playing Duke Nukem 3D. Very fun. You played that? You yeah. familiar with the Duke Nukem games? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you, I'm an old veteran of the Duke Nukem. <laughs> oh, are you? Because while you were back in the day playing your Super Nintendo and your GameCubes and all that, I was in the uh, old school PCs playing that stuff. The shareware, getting the shareware, breaking the key code, getting the full game. And Duke Nukem was definitely one of those. All right. Calm down. Calm down. I, I have I played some Duke Nukem <laughs> back in the day. All right. I'm familiar. In fact, I think, I think, let me think back for a second. I'm going to say yes. I believe Duke Nukem 3D, or one of the Duke Nukems. I think it was 3D. Duke Nukem 3D was the first time I ever saw a virtual set of bare naked breasts in a video game. Oof. Yeah, on the pole? On the pole. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, baby. Absolutely. I remember you could, could you throw money at them? I'm pretty sure you could throw money. I forget what he says, yeah. but something like, hey, baby, take it off. Take it all off. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> whatever Duke Nukem isms. I'm so bad at quotes. I remember that game too was the first time I think I went into the bathroom of that strip club, as you would do in real life. Yep. And uh, wasn't there a like, glory walking- hole or something? No, maybe. I don't remember. That. I forget. I for, I don't remember. I, I yeah. I, I just remember going. Yeah, anyway, go on. Go on. I, I am more innocent than that. I was just going to say when I walked in front of a mirror, that was the first time in a video game where your like avatar character or whatever showed up in the mirror and I shot him because I had no idea that that was my reflection. Right. But it was a mirror. <laughs> Who's this guy? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was cool. That's funny. So, great game. Check that out in March. CC Portable, we got some great stuff coming up. Some some changes to the schedule, you know, some changes. So, we're going to go through them right now. Coming up next month, nothing's changed about that. We're still doing March Madness. We're playing a bunch of LCD games. We're talking Game & Watch, Tiger Handheld Electronics, Tamagotchi, if you want to bust that out, Digimon, all those games. You don't have to play it. I really just want to hear about you guys. We all played them growing up. We've all played them. If you want to review any games you have, bust them out and talk about them. The point is I want everyone to tell me about all their LCD games. Give me reviews. Give me memories. Anything you want. We're going to blow up Twitter and social media uh, that month. Bill, are you going to chime in and give me something for March? I hated those games. Great. I hated them with a passion. That's what I want to hear. Do you have any? Do you have any right now? (laughs) Do, no, no friggin' way. There's people that are buying them for nostalgia, and I refuse. Like, when I was a kid... Did you have any? You know, all, all the well-to-do kids had the brand-new Game Boys and all that, and my parents would give me one of those because it cost $5 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing Castlevania or whatever. I'm like, this is nothing like my game at home. <laughs> this is no good. I hated them. See, this I is great. bad That's... memories and nightmares of them. People, what Bill just did, that's what I want. 
And you can send in, this is a popular month, people like to send in audio clips. If you, whether you want to do an audio review or tell a little story like, like Bill did right there. Bill, dang it, I might pull that clip and, and use it next month. That was great. That was great. That was really fun. I, uh, me personally, oh gosh, I think I lost Bill again. Bill, can you hear me? Well, can you hear me? I, you're back. You're okay, back. Cool. Cool. <laughs> yep, hello. I'm going to be busting out. I got a few gaming watches. Uh, I got uh, Mortal Kombat Tiger handheld, so we're gonna be talking about lots of stuff. I'm, I'm gonna try and play all of my handheld LCD games that I have. It's gonna be really fun. That uh, Tiger and Hand just draws ire from my memory. Sorry. <laughs> see, I have I ha- I actually have some fond memories of of those games, but we'll get into that next month. Coming up in okay. April. We had a uh, another poll. I wanted to do a Mega Man game, another Mega Man game. I don't think we'd done a Mega Man game since season one, like episode four or something, Mega Man ZX. And so I thought, hey, we haven't done a PSP game in a while. I'll throw the two PSP games on there. There's Mega Man uh, X, Maverick Hunters, and Mega Man Powered Up, which is a remake of the original game. But I thought, hey, let's throw a curveball in there too, just because why not? So I put Mega Man 5 on the poll uh, for Game Boy, which is kind of an expensive game, hard to find. But it was... An original game developed for the Game Boy. It's not a not a port or a, a scaled down version of any Mega Man game. It's a completely original new Mega Man game. And I'll tell you, this poll on Twitter went back and forth and up and down and left ways and right ways and it was like a Wonka Vader watching this poll go back and forth. And it looked like Mega Man Powered Up was gonna win. Like that was the one that was the one to beat. And in the last, I'm not kidding, like 15 minutes of this poll, we had a, a surge of votes. And Mega Man 5 came back and won. So wouldn't you know it, in April we're going to be playing Mega Man 5. So bust out your wallets or start saving because that is an expensive game. Luckily, I already own it. So <laughs> I got nothing to worry about. Uh, you familiar with Mega Man 5? No. No way. It's it's really good. It is, uh, I, I will say, it is the best of the Mega Man games on the, the Game Boy. And it's wholly original, like I said. Jeez, I'm the original Game Boy, eh? It's very good, very good. Yeah, so we'll talk about that in April. And then in May, uh uh-oh, we might have... Stay tuned. This is a developing story. We may have to change the game of the month. It was originally going to be Mother 3, which is the sequel to Earthbound. And I have a copy of Mother 3, and I was just, like, getting ready. And I was like, maybe I should start playing it. It's a long game. First RPG we've ever done on on CC Portable. Uh, I, I picked it because Mother's Day is in May. Mother 3, Mother's Day. I know, stupid, whatever. Uh, I started playing it. I realized my game doesn't have a battery in it. So I either got to play, <laughs> I got to beat this game in one sitting, or I got to get a different one that has a battery. And I'm a little nervous that I won't be able to find one uh, in time. Maybe I will. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look. I'm going to see. If not, and I'll, I'll maybe talk about this next month, on CC Portable. If not, the backup game we will be playing is the first Fire Emblem game for the Game Boy Advance. Just Fire Emblem. I believe it's the seventh in the series, but it's just called Fire Emblem as if it's the first one. It was the first one we got in North America. So stay tuned next month for that. And that's what's coming up in the Cartridge Club. And if you want to know a little bit more about the Cartridge Club, well, feel free to check it out at cartridgeclub.org. You can jump on the forums. You can jump on the uh, Discord. It's a wonderful community. I invite you, if you don't know anything about it, I don't know how you got here if you didn't know anything about it, but if you managed to get here and you don't know what the Cartridge Club is, please go check it out. 
Uh, as always, you can find me on Twitter at CC Portable Unite. You can let me know what games you want to play or if you want to be a special guest like my good friend Bill here. And speaking of you, Bill, what's going on in your world? Uh, what do you want to plug? Well, I am part of a weekly, mostly weekly podcast called Start to Continue or STC Pod with my good friend Joe. And uh, that comes out, it's supposed to come out every Friday. And, uh, you know, since Joe is the uh, great executive producer he is, he I think he's decided that, you know, when you have a, a TV show that's performing well, when it's on like a Thursday night and you decide to put it to like Saturday night, that works so well. To the Saturday the night death slot. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's decided to do that to us for uh, so I can't really tell you when it comes out, but it's supposed to be Fridays. We do record live now on YouTube when we do record so if you catch us you can watch a live taping of it and that's a random time you just kind of got to follow us on uh, twitter at stc pod and um look for that and join us live on youtube when we record our youtube channel is youtube.com slash start to continue and uh watch a live taping sometimes we take callers we'll definitely uh talk about your comments and uh, it's a lot of fun check that out I got to jump on one of those. Yeah, please. I know. I don't do enough of the live thing. Everybody's always promoting their live stuff, and I've, I, I never watch those things. Every once in a blue moon. But uh, I think I'm going like, to do that. Sounds like fun. Come on. Yeah, STC pod live without a filter. No chance for Joe to take out any of the, the weirdo stuff that comes out of his mouth. You got to see it. Sounds amazing. Good plug. Good plug. Well, Bill, thanks for being here. It was an honor and a pleasure having you. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and thank you guys out there in Cartridge Club World for playing along with us this month with uh, Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds. And we will see you guys next. Oh, my God, Bill. Damn it. Did you get back on your submarine? Are you kidding me? We're at the very end. We're at the very F and end. I hope it's getting this. I hope it's on. It, this has got to be on your end. Can you hear me? You just came back. Sorry about that. <laughs> Bill, you sounded like you were on a submarine again. Uh, I was trying to do the wrap-up. I was literally like one line away from being done with this show, and then, and then that, that had to cut out. So anyway, you heard what I had to say, guys. Uh, thank you for playing along. We'll see you guys next month for March Madness 2020. We're playing LCD games. Play along with us. CC Unite.